Hello. You've had your hair cut especially for the occasion. I just had my hair cut by a guy who I've probably seen live at the Academy in Birmingham <laughs> or Rock City in Nottingham. No word of a lie, this guy's in a band and he used to be the tour manager for the Dillinger Escape Plan, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Ooh. I know. He goes, oh, what part of the UK are you from? And I went, oh, I'm from a place called Birmingham. He goes, yeah, I know it. I'm going, what? He just told me about his life. Amazing guy. And now he's my barber. Well, oh, by the way, I've got snacks. Have you? Oh, peanut butter sandwich crackers. Right. They're basically Ritz's with um, peanut butter. Bit of peanut butter on them, yeah. Oh, if anybody was in need of a translation. Oh, have you? Oh, I've just got, I've just got a cup of tea. Oh, that's all right because you're normally drinking alcohol by now. I am, yeah, but it is earlier in the day as I record this, so uh, yeah, I, I've I've eschewed the alcohol for the time being. And for uh, the visually impaired who can't see this on the uh, podcast, obviously, Mike Peters is wearing his Wesley Crusher jumper. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, my my Star Trek ensign. Yeah, Ted Baker, one of the fabulous Baker boys, along with Matt. Uh, and, um, Richard Baker, who Richard used Baker. to do the proms. Yeah. Uh, killed by I believe. Richard Baker was killed by He's yeah, yeah, a, a psychopath. Accusing her of murder. Oh, okay. Um, well, there you go. Premeditated as well. She moved from Barry Norman. Uh, she didn't kill Barry Norman. She merely pushed him into the direction of pickled onions. But actually, no, I think I think Barry Norman, didn't he take um, Murdoch's moolah? He did, yeah. He went to Sky and did a did a film show there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did retirement plan. Don't blame him for that. Yeah, well, could have been. Could have, hey, listen, could have been worse. He could have been on GB News. I want to be on D- GB News because you know, if if you want to end somebody, you've got to be close to them. And Dan Wooten. <laughs> yeah, there, there are words to describe Dan Wooten, but I'd rather not use them because I use the bleep machine a lot. Well, I mean, well, I, I, I can say you can use it straight off the bat here. Such a I mean, <laughs> so uh, Shall that I put, yeah, bit of audio is from a wonderful piece from BBC Parliament, <laughs> where Jacob Rees-Mogg's the leader of the House of Commons, basically Mitch McConnell in a different skin. Was describing, they were talking about Weetabix's Heinz baked bean social media kerfuffle. And Jacob Rees Mogg says, Well, of course. Hang on. Do you want uh, me to Mr. play it? Speaker. Oh, yes, please. Do you want yes, me to I've, I've got, I've, I've, I have put it, I've put this in because I've, I, this is so good. I've not put the whole thing in, I've put it into individual bits. So. Okay. But Weetabix is absolutely splendid, served with hot milk and brown sugar. Though for preference for breakfast, Mr. Speaker, you will know what I like. It's Nanny's homemade marmalade on toast. <laughs> Such a c- <laughs> I mean... So, so that that is is wonderful. I think it's from the 11th of February, if I'm if Yeah, I'm it is. It's great. Right. It, is, it is on when, our Twitter feed if you want to watch it. When I first sent that to you... Yes. You didn't listen to it properly. No, I didn't. Because you, you thought it was all about him going, well, you know what I like. It's <laughs> Nanny's marmalade on... It's Nanny's homemade marmalade on toast. Oh, tapioca. Oh, tapioca. Um, But you didn't listen. And I I went, listen back to it. And then you listen to the end of it. However, it's very, very probable 
that somebody's just redubbed that onto it. <laughs> the oh, I don't know onto it at the it? end, but it's done peerlessly. Yeah, because it's really, really hard to get such a. It's sort of underspoken, and it, of course, it's under what a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done so brilliantly that I don't know. It, it, I'd love to know which uh, right honourable member of parliament said that because they deserve all the plaudits if they said it, but I love it. It's brilliant. I think two theories on that as far as I'm concerned. I think it is legit. I don't believe for a minute that's been dubbed. I just think that's such a top-notch piece of of, of British comedy. It's timing. Uh, Timing's impeccable. Yeah, and I didn't think we could top it after Hanforth Parish Council. I haven't loaded any of those clips on this week, by the way. We're fine. We'll avoid uh, Jackie Weaver. It's past. You know, podcast of record, we say it's past. But I, I don't think I think that's legit. I either think that's somebody in the in the in the chamber, uh, and just and just you know really I think articulated what a, a great sort of swathe of the of the populace who are aware of Jacob Rees-Mogg actually what we think of him. Or alternatively, my other theory, and this is the more interesting one, the more fun one as far as I'm concerned, is that actually what that is is that is a member of the House of Lords who just happened to have been walking past the door. At <laughs> yeah, that behind moment. behind the speaker's chair. Yeah, and just uh, as they're sort of you know toddling out and they've either got a severe case of Tourette's or <laughs> or they've heard what he said and have just gone because <laughs> it is it is quite low in the, in the mix and I just wonder if it's somebody outside you know the the two things that I, I love most about that is that <clears throat> such a it's it cuts through yeah it the word economy there is delightful yeah it's the such a yeah bolsters and uplifts the cunt. <laughs> and the other thing that I love at the moment is that the Houses of Parliament, obviously, they're trying to do social distancing as much as us, and they're yeah. trying to do Zoom calls and all of this. So for what seems to be like a generational thing, they've updated all the microphones, all the cameras yeah. in Parliament. So they used to be fixed, and they used to be fixed by law because they had only had a certain uh, angle of vision that they had on the on the chamber. Now they've got everything covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For one of those new microphones to pick up that is brilliant. And the better thing is that you, I don't know if you played the bit yet, is one of your top tier uh, impressions, Sir Lindsay Hoyle. Oh, Sir Lindsay Hoyle. His, his robust. He says, Wigan. And it, it just, it tops it off. It's, it's like, it's like the, it's like the walnut on top of a, Walnut whip. I, I, I've I've left that bit off to be honest. I, I can play it if you want me to, but I'll I can I can quickly just play, play it. Just play the if you got Sir Lindsay on his own because I love your Sir Lindsay. Oh, oh, well, the the people of Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's all he said. The people of Wigan. He said Wigan. Uh, so he, he elongates the. It's like it's like it's like having Eddie Waring. It's yeah, like having our previously mentioned old... Marky Smith. Uh, and, uh, yes, it, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, it is like having... Sensitive. Sensitive. Wiggada. Wiggabexa. Such I'm... a c***. You know, <laughs> you have to, you're going to have to do a lot of bleeping for this this week. Yeah. You're going to do a um, lot of work. I had lots of conversations with Weetabix back in the day. Because Weetabix are from... That's a cry for help, isn't it? No, no. I think Wait I just fix. talk to your cereal of a morning. <laughs> Ready Break stops listening to me and Shredders are now sponsored by Nick Knowles. Yeah, thank um, you for bringing that up. Uh, that that put me right off the other day, and I, I, I was. <laughs> what was I? What was I watching? I was watching. 
Oh, it, I was probably watching the cricket, so I was in a bad enough mood already. Do you, remember, do you remember last podcast we were talking about how splendid cricket was? And now we've just been tonked. Well, I don't want this top, I don't content, want top curse, content to be a cricket podcast. But let's just forget the second test. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. I've actually just bought, before we before we started recording, I've had to, because you remember the other week I discussed at length the um, length. There you go. That's cricket in term. About me having t- it t- taking a collective 15 hours to get tickets to go to Lords in August to watch England play India. Yeah, you don't want them now, do you? Well, I've got them, obviously, but I've now bought... Not o- I'm now going t- to see England play New Zealand at Edgebaston in June, and I was trying to get more tickets for for another ga- gang of mates that I met when I was in Barbados. We have an annual day at the cricket. We didn't have it last year because of COVID, and I said, right, I'll get the tickets because I can get in the, the priority window. And so I tried to do that this morning. Um, a, a ridiculous policy because I you had to have applied to be in the ballot by last Thursday. You were approved. Have a snack. Yeah, carry on. You carry on. Yeah, because this is this could take some time. Uh, you, I got approved to be in the ballot on Monday, and then was able to purchase the tickets from this morning, i.e., mm-hmm. Tuesday. So I went on the website ten o'clock this morning or half past ten, I think it was. I went on, couldn't get on the website again. Got on the number two. Exactly. Got on the website again. Got finally got some tickets. Website crashed. Lost the tickets. Then couldn't get tickets at all for the day that I wanted them, or anywhere near where I was sitting for my mates. So I was like, right. Oh, I could only get literally individual tickets scattered around the, the ground. I was like, right, forget this. So I've now ended up buying more for the day before. So I'm going to New Zealand Friday and Saturday. Friday oh, and back, Saturday, New Zealand. Back at Lords. Uh, Edgebaston. Oh, Edgebaston. Fine. Yeah. So I'm going to Edgebaston for two days. So, but this, you know, this is... I'd lend you my house, mate, but it's rented out to tenants. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I've got many, many places I can uh, pop my head for the night in the Midlands as well, you know. So, uh, yeah, Cannon Hill Park, that'll do me. But yes, this is Nick Knowles' fault, really. But this is Nick the, the, the point that we're made. Because, yeah, there was a Shreddies advert. So it's, I mean, it, it's the lowest thing. It's like, right, Nick Knowles turns up wearing a, um, a hard hat, you know, safety first, kids, with shreddies emblazoned across the side of it to discuss. Nick Noel's got a hard hat on. Hard, hard on. <laughs> and and then talks about shreddies. Now, I mean, you know, I'm not an expert on building. I've got to be honest, but I wouldn't have thought that shreddies were a particularly stable material to use for building. I think he's been very, very. I think he's playing a very dangerous game here. I mean, you know, unless they're technically classing classing reddies, if you put them with milk, there's like a modern equivalent of what wattle and daub. You you jest, but most modern housing systems are a bit like Lego, and yeah. if you put if you put enough shreddies in a wall system, and then you fill the gaps in the shreddies, which is small but perfectly formed, with concrete, <laughs> like you said, it's a modern. Wattle and Dorb uh, system. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I think, but I I like the fact that a few years ago shreddies used to be knitted by grannies. Yeah. And now Nick Knowles, almost a granny himself, publicises D- them. D- DIY save our shreddies. Yeah. Well, they're not going to go for Larry Turner, are they? Yeah. <laughs> well. So when I used to work in the Royal County of Northamptonshire. Weetabix is based in Northamptonshire. I think it's Kettering. It is, because the, the, the smell as you go past that factory on the A14 is one of the most pungent smells uh, on earth. It is an extraordinary It's multi-weeted goodness, isn't it? it, it I, wouldn't, I, I found it very, very oppressive. Let's just say that. But the Weetabix people are some of the nicest people you could ever talk with. 
We used to get the CEO of Weetabix on. He would, at the drop of his hat, talk to us. He was a fantastic guy. So I, one of, for Weetabix, I, I think they've taken that social media run and gone oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, guys. Well, Love I mean- your Weetabix with hot water. And sugar. Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, what's he got to do after 10 o'clock in the morning? That's where really when, you know, your window for eating Weetabix is done and dusted. So he's got nothing to do with the rest of the day other than do the rounds on media. I'm amazed he hasn't turned upon loose women or escaped, escaped to the... The CEO of Weetabix. Such a three. Escaped to the... Such a three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, did you see that other clip? So there's this awful but brilliant show on the BBC in the uh, morning slots, usually before Martin and Dion and the new woman whose name I still can't remember. Martel. Yeah, Martel. Just think cognac. Cognac, because it goes down easily. Um, Misogyny. Yeah, Um, definitely worth that. So there was a show called uh, Wanted Down Under. Just for Harvey Weinstein, that one. (laughs) But um, wanted down under, yes, yeah. Wanted down under, and it's either with Nicky Chapman or Lee Chapman, or, or is it Nadia or Julia Sawala? Nadia, Nadia Sawala, yeah. And they normally take this really rough family from the East Midlands <laughs> to to Melbourne to go. This is your new life. What are you? I'm an engineer. Okay, what are you? I'm a teaching assistant. Could you have a better life down under? I don't care. It's just basically been a three-week holiday for us and our four kids. <laughs> and and they normally then spin the Union Jack. Yeah, they, it's great. Because of COVID, they've not been able to go anywhere. So yeah. they've, they've go, now got a new show called Wanted in the UK or something. Ugh. And it's it's basically people looking at how... It's escape to the country, but urban. <laughs> and there's, there's this great clip of some lesser cockney. I think he does, you know, the Blue Peter programme of Greg Wallace going around a factory and he's going, I can't believe it's made like that. I can't believe it's made like that. Oh, it's not uh, Jimmy Thingamajig, is it? Well, it's the, some lesser cockney who does the bits of going around the supermarket actually looking at the products on the shelves. You, you, make, you make him sound like he's a, a, like a, a rare bird. Yes. The lesser cockney. The, the, uh, the lesser spotted chaffinch. This is the lesser spotted cockney. The lesser cockney. There's a great clip of him presenting the show in Belfast. Showing around these two people who say they are part of the Belfast showbiz set. It's wonderful. Because of COVID restrictions, they're not close and they're in separate frames when they're filming it. So it looks like a spoof. It looks like one was filmed on one day and one was filmed on another. And this this woman just has a go at this guy just going, I don't like it. It's bad. You're, you're terrible at your job. And sorry for all of our... Ulster listeners, and yeah, it's it's uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, uh, so so essentially, it's we're going to move you somewhere, and then you're going to decide. It, it's quite a sort of prescient thing, isn't it? You sort of you, you, you twizzy the Union Jack up and down. Do you want to be in the uni- the UK, <laughs> or do you not want to be in the UK? And you just Northern Ireland decides that on them. If you decide you're going to stay in, we'll give you some fish. We've got a lot of that at the moment. A lot of fish. If you don't like it, you're going to Arlene's house <laughs> and her big house. But, I mean, can we... Elizabeth. Just to, just to return to the erstwhile... It's Nanny's homemade marmalade on toast. I would have always... <laughs> What's good? 
just a reflex now. Well, yeah. I mean, it has been for a while. It's just lovely to see somebody articulate it. I mean, you know, he's he's going on about a number of different series, but I would have always thought that he was, you know, more of a ready Brexit man. I had to get that joke in. I've had that joke written down for four years. (laughs) Honestly, I could even show it to you. If I had my notebook here, I would show it to you with that joke written in it. Yeah, don't don't show your workings. No, don't works. show your workings. Just, 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 oh man, I like. Think Sorry. of a number. I, I almost, I almost then forget a, a, it for four years, yeah. and then bring it up when, at a time when uh, the leader of the House of Commons talks about a social media spat between one of our preeminent breakfast cereal manufacturers, <laughs> and somebody calls him a yeah. Anyway, on on the whole Antipodean thing though. The yeah. Weetabix legally in the UK is not the same as the Weetabix down in Australia, is it? I think they're made by separate people and the trademarks are owned by separate people. I may be wrong. Please clarify if you can. Uh, I don't That's know. I think content's I, pod. Well, I think that Weetabix in the Antipodean, uh, in that area of the world, I think that has a much flatter E. It's, it's Weetabix. 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 I mean, to be fair, though, at the minute, if you, if you want it down under, you don't really need to do because, I mean, you, you just basically watch an episode of Married at First Sight Australia and just go, no, not going there. Not not going there at all. I like how they always do the shopping in Wanted Down Under and they go, well, this house has got a pool. It's £400,000. We're, we're moving from Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> Houses don't go but, into six figures, <laughs> but but and, ha, but but how much is it for, to, for us to buy some aerial ultra? Ooh, no, hang on, yeah, yeah. They, they Ooh, do that's re- more expensive, right? We need to stay yeah, in Fenton. It's off. It's we off. need to stay in Fenton. We're going to stay here with. with, with <laughs> we're, we've technically we've got a pool. It's just a puddle or a leaking roof, but we're going to stay here. We don't want to go. We don't want to go to a beautiful boiling hot climate where they have regular wildfires. No. We want to stay where we, we're within easy access of the A500. That's I'm not what moving we to... further than Leak or Stone. <laughs> no. It's not happening. No. If I'm uh. not within a half an hour drive of Alton Towers, they can fuck off. <laughs> How quickly can I get to Haydock? <laughs> <laughs> you mean spiders can kill you? Fuck that. <laughs> you don't get any snakes in Stoke, Duck. No. Although yeah, technically, okay. you know, the A500, the way it's shaped... It is kind of like a curled snake, you know. <laughs> oh, man alive. And apologies to people in Stoke because you're in Stoke. <laughs> apologies. Just no. really fucking so, I'm sorry, so sorry for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, such a I've just applied for a job there. <laughs> I am genuinely applying for a job just outside Stoke. <laughs> oh man! Oh. It's a, it's the other side of the M6, so technically it's fine. It's it's Hamchurch. Yeah. It's all right. It'll be okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get that now. Oh. oh dear. Oh lordy. Easy access to Junction 15. That's what you want. You don't want to be stuck in Burslem. I will say one good thing about Stoke. So Go around on. the corner. Around the corner, in both directions from the studios of Signal One. <laughs> yes. You had a, a brilliant takeaway on one side that did pizza and chicken in a box and then a brilliant chippy around the corner. Ah, um, yeah. Uh, where they had the oldest portable TV you've ever seen. It still had a curved screen in the corner. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> ah. lots, of, lots of good people have worked in Stoke. 
and those people eventually yeah. leave for better things. But it, it's it's all right. It's it's not really. It's a shit all, but there's there, there were jokes I could have made there um, about people that that we would know and listeners of this podcast, certain listeners of this podcast would know as well uh, that are who are not nice people who still work in Stoke. But I won't. I won't say it. I won't say it. You're better than that. I am better than that, so I'm not going to say it. I'll just going to have a sip of me tea. You have, have your another. toasty peanut cracker, peanut butter cracker thing, and then we'll... Made by, made by Lance. So does that mean in seven years you're going to have that peanut uh, butter cracker stripped from you because it's realised that you've cheated? Are you saying that if I eat this, I'm going to lose a buck? <laughs> Win the Tour de France or, and have a, ve a, a very lucrative sideline in wristbands. Bust a nut in Cheryl Crow. Oh, makes you happy. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Top Content in Your Ears. Don't forget to like and subscribe at podfollow.com slash topcontentpod. That will open us up in your favourite podcast app. You can find us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. And as usual, Top Content has been a Top Content production.